interior of Aldridge Mansion. So, the Aldridge Mansion is the only 19th century home in New York City, preserved both inside and out. Welcome to Movie Rewrite. Today, we're going to tackle, we're going to wrestle, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Dun, 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 dun. We're not touching the original. We're going to talk about <laughs> Ghostbusters 2016, which apparently is uh, Answer the Call. And when this was marketed to begin with, I don't remember ever having this subtitle to it until DVD release. I don't ever recall that either. And so I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to go buy Ghostbusters after, or Answer the Call for Pringles. Do those Pringle can right there. Once you pop, kind of <laughs> answer the call for some chips. Oh my gosh. The Pringles. Okay, this this puppy was released July 11th, 2016. Ooh. We are directed by Paul Feige, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Again, I am terrible at names. So there you have it. Um, this gentleman... He's res- he's had a lot of stuff going on. I'm not sure if you know much about what he's done. So Paul Feige, uh, its box office was 229.1 million in the U.S. It stars Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, and Chris Hemsworth. If you will notice, you have got three. SNL people on this cast. And if you compare it to the original movie, you had two. Yep. So I thought that was kind of interesting. You've got two writers. You got the director wrote it, and then a, a Katie Dippold. It wasn't seem like a whole bunch to her name. Um, she's uh, her and Paul have kind of uh, spy and heat. More Melissa McCarthy movies. There isn't. These guys don't have like a ton of, um, I'm going to say like work credit, but they do in a lot of ways. Right. But this is a pretty big undertaking, I, I would think. But Agreed. that's just me. You've got, you want to play the producer game? How many producers? Mm, yeah. Oh. We've, we've hit a, the variances, but let's see what you got for this one. Uh, six. Whew. Nope. Twelve. What? You got 12 producers, oh, executives, associate. Yeah, <laughs> they are all over the place on this bad boy. Yeah. This budget was $144 million. It grossed uh, $46 on the opening. Uh, it, it did not make its money back hmm. until it why. hit worldwide. Mm. Until it hit worldwide. Um, wow. Yeah, kind of. Kind of sad on that one. But going back to Paul here, as a director, we're talking guy who's done TV shows like episodes here and there. Uh, Freaks and Geeks back in 2000. Some Arrested Development. A30 Rock episode. Weeds, Mad Men, Parks and Rec. Bored to Death. Nurse Jackie. Office. And then he did like uh, the Heat Spy and then Ghostbusters. Hmm. So we kind of got, he's kind of a little bit of everywhere. Right. You know, I, again, I think this was a big undertaking to try to do this. But what do I know? 
I want to know what your experience is with Ghostbusters in general. Not a whole lot. Um, let's see. So I watched the, the, the very first one, the original one, probably, I don't know, maybe second, maybe third time this last week. Uh, I've never really been involved much with Ghostbusters or know much about it. <laughs> you look very, very disappointed. So this is pretty much all new to you. Yes. I mean, well, not necessarily. Like It just never hit you the way... Correct. Like, I have a pretty good understanding, you know, like the characters and the ghosts and, you know, what, what it's all about. But, I mean, yeah, I've never really been, like, a huge you know, Ghostbusters fan by any means. I mean, good. I like him. What did you think of the first one, then? That was pretty good. And prep for this one, pretty good? Yeah. Okay. So, I guess we're going to come from two different sides of this table. I mm-hmm. have been a fan mm-hmm. for a while. The cartoons, I never really got into for some reason. I've kind of watched some of them lately on different streaming services. I did go see this one. I invited you for the re-release of the original Ghostbusters Mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun to see that on the big screen. You know, you see that very often with those. True. I mean... Like the movie and myself, we're both getting up there in age, so it's nice to be able to go back and revisit some of those <laughs> on a big stream when you weren't able to see it on its original release. Uh, I, through, is it Mondo or Waxworks, I bought the Ghostbusters soundtrack. It's got like all original cover art and the mm-hmm. discs are really cool looking. Uh, love the soundtrack to that. And so for the 2016 release... This guy went in there soon after release date, grabbed himself a green ecto cooler, plopped down in a theater seat and watched this movie. Despite all the hate that it was getting. Do you remember any of that? Mm. How dare you put him all female? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say this right now. The problems I have with this movie really have nothing to do with cast. No, I would agree. I, I'm i okay with the cast for the most part. Same. I come down on, I think this is Melissa McCarthy's better performances because I can only take her in small doses. True. And this was just the right amount for me. So I'm okay with it. I've got no problem with this cast. But... But... <laughs> <laughs> no i don't have a butt on that one i just i i've got problems with this and so the plot for this one paranormal researcher abby yates melissa mccarthy and physicist aaron gilbert are trying to prove that ghosts exist in modern society when strange apparitions appear in manhattan gilbert and yates turn to engineer julian holtzman for help also joining the team is patty Tolan, a lifelong New Yorker who knows the city inside and out. Armed with proton packs and plenty of attitude, the four women prepare for an epic battle as more than a thousand mischievous ghouls descend on Times Square. Which version of this did you watch? There are two versions. 
before we started recording, we talked about the that uh, Snyder cut of mm-hmm. Justice League. Mm-hmm. And now there's rumors going around in a three-and-a-half-hour cut of Ghostbusters. So I ended up watching the extended cut. And... Uh, yeah, not this guy. <laughs> it, it... No. It was just too much of certain scenes and improv, and yep. I just didn't need it at all. So, I want to know your thoughts. It honestly didn't seem serious at all. Okay, if you're going to talk about the tone of this one, how does it compare to the tone of the original? For you. For me, I feel like there's like, it's night and day difference. Really? I feel like that there's, I mean, obviously, yes, there's humor in both of them, but like, I I just, I feel like when it really comes down to like the, the, the ghost aspect and using like the proton pack, like the proton packs, like they, they have to be careful with those. Like in the originals, and in these ones, they're just like all over the place. Don't you mean like in a crowded room yeah. at a concert? You're yeah. gonna melt someone's face off? Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, we're just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know that, and, and maybe that's the problem is you know maybe we're being a little too critical about it, but you know I, I feel like a lot of people that saw this new Ghostbusters are people that have seen. You know the originals and so they kind of have an idea like you know what to expect and how it should be and it, it's just yeah it's just, it just was off the wall different is all i gotta say and, and i would agree with you i feel like the cast is fine that just the story and how things just went just yeah this did not do it for me did not okay. whatsoever so a couple things say you know i'm coming down as a ghostbusters fan i'm gonna assume you do not play the video game when it came out. Correct. Okay. So this whole franchise, apparently, after two, I'm not even sure, two might have been an issue. Bill Murray just was not having anything on doing a, a third, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, he just apparently didn't like any scripts. He didn't like anything that was coming down the line. And, okay. So this video game comes out, and Dan Aykroyd... You know, one of the creators, writers mm-hmm. of Ghostbusters, who's a big in the paranormal, like his whole family into it. Mm-hmm. So he is saying the game is canon and is loosely based on an older script that was rejected that was going to be Ghostbusters 3. I think the game has a good plot and good story, considering you're taking the role as the player as being the fifth Ghostbuster. And it plays nice because it calls back events from the i think more of the first movie more heavenly heaven not heavenly it's heavenly (laughs) that that first movie is heavenly (sighs) it pulls heavily from the first movie and it creates more of a a richer history Mm -hmm. and builds upon it so it's kind of sad that you're able to get the whole cast back just to do voice acting for a video game but not to do a real movie. And the video game takes place in 91. So, I mean, it's still chronologically in order taking place that. Right. So, I, I guess I don't understand how you get someone like Bill Murray to do a cameo in his own popular franchise right? for a quote-unquote reboot. Oh, and he was just annoying in it, too. That's And it's super frustrating. Like, your, your complaint all these years was you quote-unquote didn't like the script – but now you're just going to go and cameo in it? Like, dude, you should have just made the movie. Right. 
It would have been probably miles better than what we got with this one. Yeah, probably. But we still probably would have got this one regardless. So, no, I don't think it really matters. Yeah, you're probably very much right on that. I. It's hard to know because this I, and this movie was just had so much hate coming at it from all sides, and most of it was people. I, it's because the all female cast. It's because they're trying to, you know, make it to where you know women can be the good guys and can be, you know, the all powerful, you know, will save the day, and that's fine. Get behind that, but. You're also kind of limiting your audience when you're pushing it like that. And so I feel like that's what some of the outrage was, which I myself, I don't really care. As long as the movie's good, fine. But the thing is, you, you, you got to make it good for it to actually like have traction. Make, oh, hey, you guys are wrong. Look at what this movie did, you know? And it, it, that didn't happen at all. That wasn't the case. And so they kind of flopped. Honestly, for me, the problem is I I don't understand why a reboot. I I look at this and this this movie is almost just a copy paste. Yeah. You've got the same character set up and the same story essentially, and I I guess I just don't get why you tried to do a reboot, and then I feel like they tried to back away from calling it a reboot after the DVD release with by calling it Answer the Call, mm-hmm. but. You can't not be a fan of the original and watch this one and not be like, well, I'm just watching this updated. Like, there's there's nothing new here. Like, right. you still have three scientists and then a non-scientist who are fighting ghosts and have to prove that there are ghosts out there. Yep. And, like, it is, I, I mean, even the movies start exactly the same in a lot of yep. ways. Random ghost sighting, they're called. And it's just like, how dare you call it a reboot? Just make a third Ghostbusters. I don't I don't get it. And I guess part of the problem is because, like we've talked about before, like Hollywood just has got nothing to do. And I've got this article pulled up here about reboots in the last decade. Mm-hmm. You got Batman, yep. Superman. Spider-Man, James Bond, Star Wars, Planet of the Apes, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Evil Dead, The Thing. Well, that actually got like a prequel, quote unquote. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and RoboCop. That might be a stay tuned. What, the RoboCop? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that Again, that's one of those franchises. Like, why? Why? That movie was kind of disappointing too. I mean, I've only seen it once, but I'm like, that. what was the point of this? Yeah. Exactly. It's got nothing new to Cause, say. Yeah, because there's just one and done. Like, I, oh. mm-hmm. So, as we talk about this, their intention for Ghostbusters, they started a side um, like company under the umbrella of, was it Sony, called Ghost Corps. They're overseeing movies, merchandising, and whatever else Ghostbuster related. And their intent is to do a cinematic universe like Marvel. Hmm. So, let's put it in the perspective. This movie came out in 16. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I'm excited about, has now been pushed back to next summer. Which, 
is, I think, a sequel to the originals. That's anything they've got on the docket. Right. So they go into this with too much ambition before this one. I, I, I don't think this was well-received, the 2016 version. And I think they're trying to bring it back to life mm. with this afterlife movie because there's so many connections, even with the creative standpoint and direction of it, of people being related to the first movie. Mm. And I think they're trying to re-jumpstart the franchise. And So... I just thought of something. I'm sorry. We're going we're gonna to side note here. Go for it. So, you know, we were talking about the reboots. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is true or not, but one of my friends was suggesting, because I was talking about how Disney's rebooting all their old um, <clears throat> animation films into live action, mm-hmm. and he said that supposedly the reason is, is uh, like the copyright or the rights to it, is that if you don't do anything with those rights or over X amount of time, that those could like go public and to where like anyone could do anything with them. So that's why they're reusing it, like remaking it, because it still create like keeps the rights under them. Like I said, I don't know how true that is. Wasn't that the argument for was it Sony and Spider Man? Like they had to anything that was Marvel property had to be made within such a time frame otherwise it would like revert back I think to them. so so but those the Disney those Disney properties are pretty old so they right might... interesting so that's what I'm also maybe thinking here or with some of these movies is maybe that these properties are sitting or haven't been used or you know because like we said the last Ghostbusters movies to come out was the second one until this one in 2016 unless you count the video game that came out in... but that's not a movie well, I know, but if you're... But for rights, though, yeah. I, I guess if you're using the Ghostbusters name... Right. And, like, as long as you put something out that's in some kind of media form... Right. You I can don't know. do it. But that would make uh, a lot of sense as into why we're getting all these reboots and as to why most of these reboots are just trash because it's like they just got to do something to just keep the rights. It seems like I read something about that, like the Terminator franchise. Like... It goes up for sale. People buy it, and then you've you've got to do something with it to try to make your money back. Right. Uh, again, we're pretty ignorant on that stuff, and the ins and outs of Hollywood and production and making movies is. Uh, I'd be interested to understand more of how all that works, but the things that we see as consumers is awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely awful. Oh. So, what did you think of the humor and the dialogue of the original? No. Oh, of the original? Yeah, the original. I thought the original was great. I mean, I, I'm personally a big fan of uh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. I, I thought it was great. Like, honestly, to reboot that the way they did it, it, it just feels like they just like tried to sweep it under the rug and like this this doesn't exist don't worry about this one worry about this one now like what are we talking about afterlife <clears throat> huh which one are you talking about the, the 2016 one. The one oh sweep it under now. the rug yeah they're, t- they're talking about you know sweeping the older ones under the rug like don't don't pay attention to those pay attention to these ones like i i thought it was great like for me not seeing it for such a long time and going back and watching it i thought i thought it was pretty well done like i i I don't know. We've talked before, especially on Ninja Turtles, know your audience. Mm-hmm. 
you go into this Ghostbusters, who are you trying to get? I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. Because it's, it, even... It, say they, say opening day you were a, a teenager in 84 to see this. You're still alive now. Are you going back to revisit a new property? Or are you strictly trying to get a new younger crowd to be excited about Ghostbusters? And even then, you've got a cast that they're not old no but they're also not young to where like you're pulling in like a, like you know what i mean it's one of those weird things like i know who Kristen wig is because we're roughly the same age mm-hmm. actually i'm very surprised if how old she is i never would have guessed but i mean you know what i mean like mm-hmm. melissa mccarthy like who are you pulling in because you're not getting teenagers, I don't think, into the seats on this. No. Because you're, if you're trying to pull on the nostalgia, like, I vaguely remember Ecto Coolers as something you could buy at a grocery store. And so when I go to the theater and see that, I'm like, oh, well, I'll pick up an Ecto Cooler. Fine. Right. But a 16-year-old in 2016 mm-hmm. isn't Seeing, getting any of that. No. And I, and I think I think you're... you're your audience on that is going to be your your day one Ghostbusters people. Like your I, fans of. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be pulling in. I mean, they'll use me, for example. Okay, you weren't pulled in. No. Says the guy who's only seen the first one three times. Exactly. But I still saw it. Yeah. I saw it more times than this new one, that's for sure. I've only seen this one once and probably will never see it again. And the song probably is what... <laughs> Is always going to connect you to this because true that is a very good original song. It for is a movie. Yep, everyone. It's knows. iconic for the most part. I'm pretty sure everyone knows that song. I mean, besides maybe you know teenagers now. Let but... me put it into perspective. At the thrift store, I found a CD of Halloween songs that are geared towards children. Mm. Ghostbusters is on there, but mm. it's not like the original. It's right. someone's redoing it, and it's not. I mean, it's still hitting all the same beats, but like, my five-year-old knows the Ghostbusters song because it's on a random Halloween song CD. Right. I mean, it's also got other stuff that he would never know when I, like the Munsters. No. Stuff like that. He'll he'll never probably know what that is, but Ghostbusters, he, he can say the words, he can sing the song, mm-hmm. he likes it, and he's seen some of the cartoons. It's weird. <laughs> I What did you think of cast cameos in this movie so you know egon harold ramus died in real life mm-hmm. did you catch his bust in this movie towards the beginning it's just his head they they do a, a camera shot on it and it lingers for a second oh yeah that was him okay r.i.p all right okay um well, you heard me say earlier, I kind of felt Bill Murray's cameo was just, yikes. He played like the Walter Peck yeah. version of this movie from uh, the, he could have been more dickish. Yeah, but it's just, I, I'm in the same boat as you, it's like, if you're going to cameo in this movie, you might as well just make the movie. Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. I don't know, I, I, I just, I kind of found it annoying, honestly, like, I, I, it, it's a, I hate to say it because you know I do like Bill Murray, but I, I, I they could have got any Joe Schmo off the street to do that 
his job in that movie. Like it, it didn't have to be him. Well, and I don't think it adds anything to the movie at it, all. It to doesn't. Have... There, there's no point. It, and so there you go again. Who, who is this movie for? Yeah, like is you're... it for your your older crowd that's like, oh hey, he was in the first one. Like you know, if you're getting trying to get the new, you know, the, the new kids or new people involved, and this is their first time seeing the back. Who's that? Like, they're never gonna know unless someone's like, "Hey, that guy was in the first original one." Oh, really? The whispering's in the theater. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Hey, did you catch the cameo? That's Dan Aykroyd from the first one. He ain't afraid no ghost. Do you get it? Nudge, nudge. Do you get it? Oh, and Dan Aykroyd's one was just thrown out the window with the taxi cab driver. Mm-hmm. Waste. Just a waste of a cameo. Like, I, I don't know. I, it just seemed like this movie was kind of poorly put together. Do you know how many times I watched the original Ghostbusters? And I I never caught the line. So when they're down in the library, they stop for a second. Mm-hmm. And Ray goes, listen, you smell that? <laughs> like, I don't know how many times. I've seen that movie. Listen. Listen. Smell that. So so having said that, there's a couple of gags in this movie. Again, I think only pay off if you've seen the first one and you catch the dialogue. So there's the part where Kevin Mm -hmm. hears that loud gong noise and he covers his eyes (laughs) because it's loud. And I'm watching it going, is that just a callback to the first movie? Like, listen, you smell that? Like, but he's doing opposite. Right. Or is it just because Kevin's a dumb dumb? And they're just. I would like just it to it. be the first one, but yeah, I, I, that's funny. <laughs> listen, <laughs> you smell that? Oh, that's, that's too good. So, having this movie have so much controversy on an all female cast, one thing that I. I don't understand is how they get away with this movie isn't sexy in any way. No, but the portrayal of Kevin, I don't understand because I feel like in some ways you can look at that going, well, that's just disingenuous to men. So why is it again? I don't care if your movies, all women, movie and it's good i've got no problem agreed i'll say the same thing about all male cast if it's trash it's trash yeah i'm gonna call it out i've got no i've got no problem movies that i've got no problem with the gender of the movies no no none whatsoever the problem problem is the people behind it people's (laughs) yeah but i just don't get how you you go into this movie and then you kind of do the same thing like everybody gets tired of seeing it in movies with the female character. Mm. In the original Ghostbusters, though, like, they had a receptionist that was female, but she was tough, and, like, they respected her. And this one is just like, oh, Kevin's just a dummy. Right. Is it strictly just for, like, it's, you want to call it comic relief, yeah, I guess? But exactly you've got four comedian... Is. And that's what I'm saying, is it just felt like it was just so poor, because, like, the the comic relief in it is if that's what you want to call it, Seemed like it was just like a five year old wrote it. Like it just it just wasn't really funny. Like there, I don't know. It, I I just I really feel like it is. It has to do with the writing of it and the story because it just 
It didn't. It didn't check all the marks like it should have. All the marks. Or all the boxes. You know well, well, I know what you mean, but like, what do you mean, like, of being? Of like trying to have that 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 comedic relief and having that that like that mesh with all the characters, you know, where they had. It just seemed like like three of them are scientists, but uh, I think it was like Melissa McCarthy's character. She just seemed like she was dumb some of the times, and it's like, no, like you're you're smarter than that. Like you didn't laugh every time about the wonton soup. Oh, for hell's bells. No. I, that must be an inside joke somewhere I don't get. I guess. So so going back and like, I, I hate to do a comparison, but it's hard not to when this movie is so copy-paste. Yep. All you're doing is doing a gender mm-hmm. swapping of your cast. So the receptionist from the first movie, she was funny in a sense like she played off the characters and they played off her like she wasn't strictly funny. Right. So when you've already got this new movie with four comedians, three of them from SNL, and you bring in Chris Hemsworth as another comedic. Right. Why? I like Chris Hemsworth. I I mean, I I guess I don't know what I'm doing or what's going on here. No. Why? I don't think anyone does. Just don't understand it at all. It's so it's so stupid to me. Couple things I like. We've mentioned the cast. Mm-hmm. We're doing an all female cast. I honestly can't think of anybody I'd replace this with. I yeah, think it. I, I think it's pretty solid casting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of half in, half out with Melissa McCarthy. Cause I'm kind of like oh. you, where I, I just small doses, but go a long, long way. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, she's... other than that, I mean, yeah. The, the thing is, is just like, like I said before, I feel like if there if there was a good writing behind it, and like the the actual jokes and and the 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 comedy behind it was like actual like good has some substance to it probably would have been a better movie but it like i said it just seemed like it was just all right let's go like just slam it all out okay let's go and edit now (laughs) like i I don't know it just just seemed like it's all over the place yeah structurally it's a lot like the original there are obvious differences in it I will give this movie props. I think for the most part, the ghosts look pretty good. The visuals in this is is mm-hmm. fine. I, I'm not sure if I like the mirror effects. That seemed like very Halloween prop. True. But I, I get the idea. Uh, I did like, dude, the mannequin scene. Still borderline freaks me out. I do like that a lot of <laughs> Was that here just like a oh hell no I'm out. <laughs> True. I do, I I like that. that I good. do like the main thrust of this movie of the guy trying to bring in the ghosts. I think that that works for this movie. Yeah. I think my biggest problem is going to be this should not have been a reboot. And I wish I understood why they made the decision to do, to do that, instead of making this its own thing, either Ghostbusters three, or Ghostbusters give me a different title, 
So I know it's different than the originals, and so we're placing it in. I don't know. Is this one in the alternate universe? Well, that's what I was going to say is could this be – yeah. Because it's like you said, this movie is asking me to forget the other movies. Mm-hmm. So this movie takes place in a New York where the events of the original two never happened. Right. I, but yet they kind of make callbacks as in they like kind of did. Yeah, I mean, but no one's like specifically like, hey, remember the events of I don't think so-so? anyone knew. Like the people making the movie, I don't think they had any idea what they were doing. I think they were just like, hey, we got we got a Ghostbusters movie. We'll throw a little of this, throw a little bit of that. We'll throw the original logo in here. We'll have the end boss guy be the, the logo. And yeah, we'll call it good. That, that also kind of drove me up a wall when he's like, arr, arr, let me let me do something a little bit more familiar to you. And he turns into the, the ghost. It's like, who's that familiar for? The audience that's just not introduced to the Ghostbusters logo. Exactly. Because you've never. Ridiculous. <laughs> okay, this movie had the <laughs> balls to also play the theme song like three times. Yeah. Three times mm-hmm. to try to get me excited that i'm watching Ghostbusters, or remind me i don't know probably more to remind you back hey this is a ghostbuster movies by the way don't forget <laughs> yeah oh so when you watched your version i think this might have been just the extended version did you get the scene where uh our main bad guy is walking down a hallway and a, a lady opens the door and starts complaining about stuff. And there's, oh, it's the green slime sliding down the door well, or the door jam. Oh, and he's like, so it's nice. air conditioning, cooling. She's like, it's got some on my back. And she turns around, there's a ghost like trying to pop out of her back. I don't recall, no. Okay. Yeah, the extended version is full of just stuff that does not matter. Hmm. Does not matter. He makes a joke about it, like, downstairs, like, when he's with all the ghosts. Like, who put... Well, he named him. Right. Who thought it'd be funny to put blah, blah in, into the her back? And it's like, oh, okay. This movie's trying to hit something that I'm not understanding. I, I just... And why is it some ghosts look like dragons? Who knows? Okay. I'm sure in your version, too. So, the, the concert scene... What, did you get Ozzy Osbourne cameo? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was I got funny. a genuine laugh on that on that one, too. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I well, I also want to backtrack on the visual effects because, like, a, a concert scene doesn't resonate well with me because I kind of feel like it's like a Scooby-Doo type thing where, like, yo, hey, like, are these vi- – I feel like that if, if, if those are if that's actually happening, that audience should like realize that that's not like a special effects that that's like an actual ghost. You know what I'm saying? But dude, they're at a metal and, concert and something pops up, so they think. Okay, it's... I'm a huge metalhead myself. All right, and I've never been to a concert where shit like that happens. And if that something like that does happen, I'm out. I'm gone. That that was gonna be like, oh look at this dragon flying around all oh, no like i'm sorry that it just ah it just does not sit well with me but again part. you got to remember like 
That is exactly how the original went too, except they went to a hotel and it was more condensed and that they were after one ghost alone in the hallways. Right. Testing out untested equipment. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what this scene is. Except they changed it. a whole crowd that could, Yeah, you know. to a whole crowd that you can melt their faces off. Ah, <sighs> yeah. To a, and a concert. Mm-hmm. This movie follows the same progression as the original. And that's why, as a fan, it is frustrating to be like, well, if you're going to do it... You might as well just copy and paste. Why are you going to do it? Like... Seriously. You were you were making me ask these questions and then lose confidence in anything else you guys are going to crap out of properties that are good. And I don't want to play that role on the, uh, the card like, oh, you're stealing my childhood. You're blah, blah, blah. No, I just want something different. Right. And I'm going to go back to this well a lot. You have got source material. There's video game. There's comics galore. There's uh, two different cartoons the real ghostbusters and extreme ghostbusters this movie can be its own identity right without it you know, copy and pasting so so here's my here's my thoughts on this Here, here's here's my rewrite mm-hmm. of it. i'm all okay. ears bro so since they already got the cameos uh-huh i would have done it to where it started off as in you know dan Aykroyd and bill murray are you know they're they're old or rugged or whatever you want to do with it they're they're oh they're old they've been ghost busting for however long okay and they're just they're done and over with it and then that's where these these you know characters show up and they're like oh hey like we kind of know what's going on with you know how, how, how the movie kind of starts out you know mm-hmm. where she's um wrote some books or a book on you know some paranormal stuff Anyways, that's where I feel like it should have went. It's like, hey, like, well, we actually have some, you know, material for dealing with this kind of stuff. And then they, like, kind of hand that down. And then the story kind of just takes off and goes in its own direction. Like, that I feel like would be a little bit better to play out. Because then you can kind of go wherever you want with that. Instead of just, oh, hey, let's just follow how the first one went. They can kind of create their own little thing and just go off that i mean you already have the cameos so you might as well do something with them instead of having dan Aykroyd being in a taxi cab for five seconds and gone like no i i hear what you're saying and i i I, the reason i'm excited to see afterlife besides the fact that it's a new ghostbusters movie is because that movie is doing what i really wanted the 2016 one to do is once once I once I learn like okay we are re we're making a new Ghostbusters I would have liked to have seen something a little bit darker I would have liked again I'm fine with an all female cast mm-hmm. what I would really like is one of these females to be the daughter of Egon and have Egon actually have been killed in the line of duty and Ghostbusting has kind of fizzled out. Ghostbusters aren't really a thing anymore. And then you interject it with this person is now charging the lines, create the vortex, break the barrier. Right. Like I said, I really like that idea. Like this guy is going around and doing this. And that's, and then all of a sudden, like the daughter's like, oh, I got to go back and see my father's, you know, I got to talk to the Ghostbusters. 
because you got Ray who's into the occult. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we can't, we can't help you. We, we've got to pass this on. I would like to see like an actual legitimate passing of the torch, and then you got to, and then you can start a franchise. Right. I don't understand why you are cutting ties with one of the, I don't want to say best movies ever made, but more iconic, I guess, ever made. Agreed. And just like, oh no, we're gonna throw that all out the window, and we're gonna start fresh. Yeah, so fresh that's almost identical to what we're basing it off of. I think that's a huge mistake. Agreed. And I go back to who's your audience for this, and what's your long time, long term goal for it? Yeah. Oh, we 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 got Ghost Corpse now, so it's it's all the properties we're gonna do. Okay, which how? Oh, they totally missed. They could have had so much fun with Ghost Corpse. Instead of corpse, uh-huh. do it like a dead body corpse. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right? So, so morbid. Hello. Right? Like, they missed that opportunity. I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be like Ghost Corpse. I don't know, but I think they're going to call like, once they franchise out, like it's the Ghostbusters mm. uh, again. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that plays yeah. out. They got... 10 years to go huge ideas and very little to show for it right now that's that's the one thing that's kind of driving me nuts is like oh hey like everyone's kind of realizing like what marvel's done with their universe like hey let's do that but like now yeah let's accelerate it at a rate to where it doesn't even (laughs) make sense okay or how about not (laughs) yeah i just i just think it i am gonna say lazy Knowing that it's not lazy to make a movie, but this movie is just lazy. It is because it it's almost like copying your neighbor's homework and changing a couple words and saying like, "Well, I didn't copy." Hmm. It's like, yeah, but all your characters are you change the names of the characters. So how were you saying this isn't a copy? Like, I know you plagiarized it. I don't want to say that because, you know, Sony, I guess, owns the property so they can do that. But I go back to the creativity of the whole thing. There's nothing super creative about it at all. No. Why can't this be like a family business? Why can't this be? I mean, even in Ghostbusters 2, Bussin wasn't a thing. Ray owned a bookstore, man. Mm-hmm. They were kind of doing research, but nothing really. Like, it was just that time frame, like, they were needed. Yeah interesting idea because that's what this is saying this one guy's trying to bring back the or bring up the end of the world there there's a lot of occult and lore and stuff you can pull from to make your ghostbusters movie something fun instead of just giving me what i've already seen before and have liked maybe that's why they're trying to do it like that is because they wanted to be safe and not go, I mean, who knows? But, yeah, I would agree. It, it does feel like it was pretty lazy on how they did it and how well of a job was done because job well done was not done. <laughs> I can tell you that. It's just, it, there's also, like, a lot of just little nitpicky stuff that I, I found in there as well when I watched it. Like, just... And just random stuff. Like, like on the... One of the things I keep recalling was uh, when they were... Like, all the... 
like the expositioning like of the TVs. Like they're all like talking and all of a sudden like the TVs are just insanely loud. They're like, what's going on the TV? You oh. know, like there's just so much exposition with that. And then, and then I think it was like the first time that they were like dealing with the ghosts or whatever. Like the, the news is saying like, oh yeah, like the new Ghostbusters. And like, oh, that's not our name. It's like, you didn't even bust any ghosts though. Like what, what, what is, it just seemed like they were pushing like really fast and hard to get like their point across i guess and to form the ghostbusters it just it wasn't smooth like the original i guess is the easiest way to put it it's just it seems like you're going down a very rocky bumpy road in this one compared to the original Mm -hmm. it just kind of seemed all over the place so i mean even this franchise has had issues so going back to the video game uh, Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd were trying to do a script for a third movie, but Bill Murray was just so uncertain about wanting to do it. So around 2005, the script got to a shape which would account for Murray's potential absence by replacing him with Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. And again, it's from the internet, so who knows if it's it's true or not. Right. So Terminal Reality does the game, and they take input input from Accurate and Ramus, incorporating elements from the Ghostbusters 3 script, which, you know, they were working on. And Accurate considers the game to essentially be the third movie. They got all four actors back to do the voice acting. And again, you got Bill Murray, who would rather do the voice acting for it. Fine. Give me a good animated movie, I guess. I mean, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. And so by 08... Sony announced uh, work on new Ghostbusters film was in full production. And that was in 08? Uh, even if they could not get all the actors back involved. And we didn't get a movie until 2016. Yeah. <laughs> so it went under conflicts and eventually morphed into 2016 Ghostbusters. Uh, but the strong interest in Ghostbusters, in Ghostbusters from the video game, along with ongoing ideas, led Sony to establish Ghost Corps. Again, missed opportunity. You spelled that wrong. Mm-hmm. A studio where they planned out to expand the Ghostbusters franchise into a narrative universe similar to Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like maybe their hands were tied and they couldn't do like a direct sequel. And if that's the case, like we're just all shortchanged because of right actors or creativity or something. I was going to say either way, what happened is I I feel like this movie probably wasn't what they wanted, but well, it seems like Aykroyd and Ramis were really into wanting to do a third movie. And I I wish they had just gone ahead and said, Mary didn't want to though. Exactly. Like, okay, fine. We're going on without you, man. I don't know. You can write people out of movies. They do it all the time. If people don't want to come back, right? With a couple dialogue or have a memorial or something. I don't know. I mean, Bill Murray kind of makes those movies. But again, true. if you got a fan base and you think you've got a good enough script and you can get going on it, you do or it, man. maybe that's like we talked about on one of our last episodes of, you know, doing one or two and being done. And maybe that's why. Maybe he just wanted to be done. He didn't want to do a third because, you know, will the third one live up to the hype? Will it be 
just as good or better than the first or second one. Maybe he just didn't want to deal with that. Maybe he just want to make nope, I, I don't care. I'm done. We've done two. That's it. Well, it makes me wonder if there's money at stake. Like, right. You know, if he's somehow a producer or something and he's just like, I'm not willing. I, there, there could be so a lot many of different things as to why. Besides him just being difficult, not right. want to do it. But again, he was able to come in to do the voice acting and do the cameo for this movie. So did they just throw the, so much money at him like he couldn't say no? Hey, Bill, we need you for essentially 10 minutes. Can you do it? 10 minutes. We'll give you 100 mil. <laughs> 10. We'll give you 10. Uh, 10 minutes. That's all we need from you. Okay, I'll do it. And I don't want to crap on Bill Murray. <laughs> I like most of the stuff he's in, so it's... True. It's pretty Same good. Here. I just... Let's get to some of the dialogue real quick. <laughs> so I combined I combined the first and, and second or the, or the first movie and this movie. So this is my my movie rewrite. Hmm. Listen, you smell that? Is it more or less disgusting if I tell you it came from the front? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it's more. The second one is from this movie. Uh, How is it we got those kind of jokes? I don't know. In this movie. And uh, <laughs> so I, I did like the joke when uh, they're trying to get a logo and Kevin draws that ghost, but it's got breasts. <laughs> and they're like, it's got right. ghost tits. And <laughs> Holtzman goes, ghost tits was my nickname in high school. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. True. That's good. <laughs> It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good line there. Jeez, I think this movie, yeah, we've crapped on it, and I think this movie gets a lot more hate than what we'll ever put on it. But there is some good stuff in it. You just have to be willing to watch it, I guess. Yeah, it, you know, that's the thing that sucks is you know people griping because it's an all female cast. Like, if people could just get over that. You know, I think some people would, you know, mildly enjoy it. I mean, let's be real, like, it wasn't, like, insanely bad, but, I mean, it was, it was still pretty bad, as in, but then again, who's your audience? If, it, if your audience is the people who have seen the first one, then it's going to be pretty bad. If no one's really seen it, or seen any of them or know what Ghostbusters I mean it's going to be still kind of bad but not nearly as bad as what we think it is so is that why you don't do it like we talked about having it connected to the other movies is because you think you're leaving your audience behind and make and making them feel like they're missing something but I think there's a smart enough way but to no, do that like it, there, there is and, and, and that's to be informative in the dialogue right. it's just you have to You have to do it in the correct way. And and that's the problem is there's not many people out there that can make movies like how they should be made. And, you know, like, and I think it was that dialogue video that, that I watched where it's talking about how, like, pretty much all your dialogue should, like, have a meaning. Or, like, it should, it should, it, it, it should lead somewhere. And they used that example from *Inglorious Bastards*, where that where that guy was rambling on about 
how to catch a rat or something like that mm-hmm. and they were under the uh, the floorboard mm-hmm. anyways so even though he was rambling on for, it seems like rambling on but it looped back around and tied itself with a nice bow and it's like this is why I was rambling on is because there's people under your floorboard that you were lying to me about and so I feel like that was kind of some of yeah. this that was in there is just a lot of dialogue that just didn't have meaning or didn't go anywhere didn't there's no purpose to it she got a tub full of wontons at the end of the movie what more do you want oh, two tubs of wonton <laughs> one for myself <laughs> uh. but see you, you bring that you bring that up but we're talking about you that's a serious movie we're talking right. about a ghost I, comedy right which... agreed and yeah probably a little bit too harsh on it and 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 yes i mean in this movie it's not like you need to necessarily have every single piece of dialogue have a meaning or have you know have it go somewhere but i mean it just kind of seemed that way that there was just a lot of like open ends to it and just a lot of dialogue that just whatever i guess like like, like the whole wonton thing it's like who cares like, what does that have to do with anything? It's just a fun joke that they but can riff on for fun. five minutes. I, I, and the other thing, too, is when she's at, when they were at the, the shop, she orders it and waited for how long? When they're literally right on top of the shop. That's the joke. For who I don't know and Blows for what I don't know. That, that drove me up a wall. I couldn't understand that. I'm like, so you're right above the, the Chinese restaurant. It took you an hour to get your food? Exactly. Like, Okay. Is there is there a deeper meaning to this whole side gag that I'm not getting? Or are we just strictly filling it? Yeah, because actually, we need a the run side time? meaning is we waited this long to get another Ghostbusters movie, and we didn't have our wonton. That's what that means. <laughs> so it's a comparison. Yes. Ghostbusters was upstairs the or downstairs the whole time, and it took us an hour to get. Took us an hour to get our soup, and it had no wonton, bro. So it's you're saying the wonton soup is this movie. It took us so long to get this movie, and it had zero substance. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the deeper meaning to it. (laughs) So when she gets the tub of wontons at the end, that's for things to come. We're just going to be so filled with Ghostbusters stuff, you won't know what to do. Jeez. You have so much wonton, you can make a pool with it. Jeez. Oh, they unintentionally wrote... That's pretty good. The deeper meaning to Ghostbusters is the wontons. <laughs> I, you know, and I, I got to give credit to the original because it's dialogue never spoke down to its audience and like i said bringing up like the the listen do you smell that Mm -hmm. again i don't know how many times i've watched that movie and i just i think in your brain like you just fill in the dialogue because you're like i've heard that a thousand times but Did did you watch it with subtitles though uh when i caught it i don't think i was watching everything with subtitles at the time because i've noticed that i've caught 
more things with subtitles. Yeah. Oh, I so. watch subtitles now all the time. Mm-hmm. But there are things in there like with the payday bar. Like it's just the humor of like right the moment mm-hmm. and. But see, that's the biggest difference. Yeah, and this movie starts to lean on that immature humor of exactly. the farts, front or back, mm-hmm. the vomit, for a little while to get comedy going. But I'm like, I guess if we're doing an all-female cast, I need this to feel more refined, mm-hmm. not lowering the bar. It... it... And maybe right. that's too harsh to say. No, it's not because it almost some of the humor almost felt like a uh, like like a hangover humor or like oh, what's another just kind of like a raunchy humor movie. Like it's just kind of that's just kind of what it felt like. Like for a PG thirteen movie, like right. it's skirting some of like it. When when the 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 first ghost like like vomited all over her and she's uh. like she's like oh like. I can't remember like how the conversation went, but she's like, "Yeah, I got like in every like little crevice or nook and cranny or whatever." It's like, okay, like it got everywhere. It's like we get it. It's just like it's just like little like subtle like also like kind of like sexual humor as well. It's like don't care, don't care about sexual humor like whatsoever. Not Mike. Well, and again, I mean, you could say there was some of that with in the original between. Right. Yeah. There. There was. You know, but. Yeah, it gets it gets weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say like Kate McKinnon's character is probably like the best background with her comments about stuff. I would agree, and just her kooky. Yeah, honestly, whatever. I, I think she kind of helped keep the movie alive because I feel like if I think her and Kristen Wiig were like the the top tier yeah. in this one, and yeah. Leslie Jones is fine. Given mm-hmm. I think she does well with what she's doing. I remember when this was coming out, like she had to leave like Twitter or something because of all the hate. And I'm just like, really? that's the world we live in, where you can't just let somebody. So be people in a movie hated seeing... on this movie that much because of an all female cast. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Uh. So yeah. So as as a theater goer, I'm going well. You know, I guess I'm gonna. See what this is all about, but, but I'm going to, again, I'm just going to say this again. I learned my lesson with Dark Knight. I do not judge a book or an actor who's playing a part until after I've seen it. True. I'm not going to yep. look at screenshots and judge it there or their past mm-hmm. works. I'm going to wait and judge it solely on what I am seeing right now. Yep. Because what are they going to do? Just scrap the movie because some people were bitching about something? Right. No, they're going to go forward Mm-mm. and do it. So you can either show up or not. Right. But sitting there in a computer complaining about it, you South Park troll. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going it, to... It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't go so they didn't get it, their money. That's the only way you're going to actually show them, I don't like what you did. Right. But... I feel like we also kind of got to look onto some of these people's views on it because, I mean, if, I, if, I, if I'm a purist with, you know, the Ghostbusters and I, I know everything about it, this this movie kind of... It alienates you? Yeah, and it kind of really? takes a dump on the originals because 
if you think about it, it's almost just like we were saying, like they kind of just, you know, want to sweep those under the rug and be like, look at this new one that we got here. And I'm trying not to be sexist here by any means, but you you throw an all-female cast like that when originally you had an all-male cast doing, you know, the first and the second. You gender swap every single main character from the original in this one. And then on top of that, you copy and paste the story. That's going to piss a lot of people off. But if you do it like like we were say, where like they pass the torch down, or there's like an actual different story as to why these people are the Ghostbusters now, you might not have a bunch of angry you know people that oh we have an all female cast now, and I feel like that's what a lot of the hate's coming from. But I could be wrong because those people probably haven't even seen the movie, so they probably don't even know. Well, that like, goes. I, I don't know, but that's that's the way I see it. Is if. Well, yeah, I'm a purist. You know, I love Ghostbusters. And then you come out with this. That's pretty much a reboot. Well, I don't care. Like, yeah, I I think part of I mean, it's like we talk about like your age range. Like, let, let's just say we're hitting all adults 30 to 50. Mm-hmm. Conservatively, that's probably I mean, you're hitting people like me who were born during the Ghostbusters releases. So. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have watched it at a young age until I was teen years, and so now I'm following on the on the shirt tails of the fandom. Right. But there's also a couple cartoons out there for me to watch. There's some toys. I remember growing up, there was a, another kid who had like the proton packs, like Ghostbuster toys. Mm-hmm. So like that stuff was always around. So you make this movie. Who are you trying to get involved? Exactly. Are you are you strictly going for teens? Because like you said, like. If I'm 30 to 50, I'm a, I'm a little miffed of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. After I've seen the movie and realized, like, oh, this is essentially well, it, it, copy and paste. Yeah, and that's, from what I take from it, it literally seems like the movie was more aimed to the people that have seen the originals. Do you, because of all the cameos, because of gosh. how the movie was made. You know, it, it literally just made it seem like it was for the people that know about Ghostbusters rather than new people of not knowing what Ghostbusters is. Because, like I said, you have those cameos of Dan Aykroyd and, mm-hmm. and Bill Murray. Some, some people don't even know who those actors are. Yeah. And so they look at those and they'll just think that they're either just a side character or... Unless there's like a contract obligation like if you're gonna do it these guys are gonna get paid x amount to be in your movie for no more than three minutes yeah because honestly like dan Aykroyd is seconds bills is minutes i want to i feel bad for not remembering the actor's real name but winston he's there at the very end for seconds mm-hmm and, you know, again, you've got a Hearst as your Ghostbusters car. Right. Which I love the design of the original. This one isn't half bad. Mm-mm. But, I, I mean, it, it's different enough. But, again, you, you're you just almost giving me a mirror image yep. of this great original idea and movie. And then are you are you trying to sell me on it that it's brand new, it's completely original? Because I'm not into it. No. That's I, I, I need a continuation of a story, not, or this has to be so different, I can't correlate it with the original. 
this movie either need to be something of the lines like ghosts are a thing and they are all over and it's a huge problem and the scientists figure it out and maybe we mix it up and have male and female right and you know like we've got something going on some interdimensional issue where ghosts are coming out all over so now we can franchise out like it's a continuous problem instead of you just made the movie over again why You've got to make it so much different than what you're basing it off of that I'm not making distinctions. Or sitting there going, well, I've seen this already in the, in the original. Uh, I don't, is, that, is that the point of the reboots? I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't understand. Like we talked about. So it's like some of these other ones. Star Wars. I guess I don't know how that's a reboot. Continuations. It, it is a reboot. You consider the the newer three reboots? Have you seen them? They pretty oh, much mirror yeah. like the older ones, besides maybe the last one. It's all about Death Star. Okay, yeah. It's all, all about, right. You know, all right. You have your empire. I'll your... I'll give you that. I'll give you that. James Bond. Those Daniel Craig ones are they considered reboots or are they continue? I I again, dude. I don't have I don't have the fifty years experience of a whole James Bond franchise to be like oh. They're just re whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't think those are. I don't think the Daniel Craig's are a reboot. Uh, the Evil Dead. Did you ever see the Sam Raimi original? No. Did you ever see the remake? Uh uh-uh. uh Never seen the Evil Dead. Uh, the first one is something to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. This reboot remake, whatever the hell you want to call it. Is just a horror movie, and again, why do it? Because money. A movie's got a movie. Pretty much. Halloween, Friday the 13th. Oh, I'm surprised you don't have Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I mean, I guess they. there's a new Chucky. I guess mm-hmm. that's technically a reboot. Yep. Even though Chucky has still been making movies up until this reboot. They didn't all go to theater, but... I mean, I'm I'm curious to watch the new one because it seems different enough mm-hmm. that I don't. Did, did Mark Hamill have anything to do with those Chucky movies? He's the voice of the new Chucky. Okay, so that's why. He, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I swear I saw him talking about Chucky, but I can't remember like what it was for. So no, nope, it's sense. just to do that. So he's the voice actor for Chucky, huh? Yeah. God, yeah, yeah. Mark Hamill's voice acting. He's so good. So wrap your noodle around this one, your wonton noodle. <laughs> so they then announced an all fe- an all male Ghostbusters remake continuation. I don't think they scrapped this 2016 one, starring Channing Tatum. Jeez. But apparently, we're never gonna, that's never gonna see the light of day again. Yeah, just like Channing Tatum's supposed to play Gambit. That poor guy just can't get into a good franchise that'll right. actually pan out for him. Man, I was so hoping that was going to happen too. Yeah, it's I think like, it would yes, be good. Yes, Shane Tatum with Gambit. Holy cow. Say we got. Wait, what? What? What Logan movie was. Or not Logan, but it was this, was it the second Wolverine movie? No, it's X Men Origins. It was in 
Yeah. It was that. Sad day. What a waste of a character. Mm-hmm. Oh, so going back about this YouTube thing that's kind of started this whole Ghostbusters hate. It was the most disliked movie preview on YouTube. Some 800,000 thumb down. <laughs> and they compare it to uh, Captain America Civil War trailer had 12,000. Why was Civil War so much downvoted? Well, you know, because people... But, and I'll agree, I wasn't a fan of the trailer to Ghostbusters. Right. It didn't do anything for me. And unfortunately, I would say that about most trailers these days is you're either spoiling... The whole movie. The whole movie for me. Like they did with Gemini. I do remember watching Gemini Man trailer going, oh, okay, this looks interesting. Oh, you spoiled the big turn? Yeah. I'm out. Exactly. You're not, like, not going to get me in the theater the now. We know it's it's Will Smith fighting Will Smith. Well, who I, cares? I, we already. I won't watch it. We already know the <laughs> the, the whole plot twist. It's either so oh, vague. Yeah. It's either so vague that you just don't care, or there's too much that you're. Yep. It's spoiled, and I think trailers are a lost art form. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe like that new Christopher Nolan movie Tenet. I have vague ideas about it. It's intriguing. I Mm -hmm. really have no idea what it's about. But Christopher Nolan's got a rep enough Mm -hmm. to where he'll get butts in the seats. Yeah, because he's actually a decent director that does his homework and tries to produce the best that he can. Yeah. And not just (laughs) throw stuff out there. I think I read it was... um... Oh my goodness, what's his name? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was like after the film was shooting or like during, but he he was also like completely lost as to like what the movie was about, what his character was doing. Like it was kind of a, a funny read, but anyways, enough of that. Continue on. No, it's <laughs> again. I just I, I don't know. Like I I don't think this movie deserves so much hate. I honestly think at the developmental stage. This movie should have been seriously looked at and asked the questions that we're asking. Who is this for? Yep. And why are we doing it? Because you're telling me that these these guys, the studios can't go back and look at properties that they've rebooted and seen like, oh, it didn't do so hot. So like RoboCop. Mm-hmm. That movie is very iconic because it is talking about stuff going on at a time. Mm-hmm. And it was rated R. Yeah. You are now going to push out a reboot that's PG-13. Yep. What's the new message that you're telling me in this movie? Yep. Social commentary in RoboCop is there. The new one, I'm not so sure. And I'm going to ask the same question. Who's it for then? I, honestly, I don't even remember that movie a whole lot. Because I, I think I saw it in theaters once and I never saw it again. I don't... But, I, don't yeah, I think I, I waited to the till it came out be, on... DVD because uh, yeah. I was like I, I, I can't uh, I gotta be more selective with what I'm gonna watch because it, I've already seen this movie yeah are you giving me something that's completely new and different vaguely right and I would also say that that movie's different enough to where it could stand on its own but I don't think the original Robocop was made to be sequel I mean even those got really crappy right yeah they did and so you could argue like well that was just a money grab like Probably not wrong. No. Probably not wrong. But the original is good and can stand on its own. Mm-hmm. 
And you could probably argue with the original Ghostbusters. The first one's pretty good. The second one, let's just pretend it doesn't exist. I mean, hell, they even brought RoboCop in a new Mortal Kombat game. And guess what? The original RoboCop. (gasps) The original? Because it's more iconic and people know it better, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, I I don't know what their thoughts or plans are with that new one. Because, yeah, they they never did a sequel to that, did they? It was just the one new RoboCop. And that's what you'll see with most of these... I, again, I it, these some of these movies skirt the line of a reboot slash sequel mm-hmm. slash its own deal, and one of those would probably be the thing. Did you ever see the original thing with Kurt Russell? I think I've seen both of them. The first one is really really good, mm-hmm. and they had the audacity to call it the thing, but it's a prequel to the original, which isn't bad. It kind of tells the backstory of that research group. Yeah, because it didn't that take place in Antarctica, yeah. right? And it was the one where like it would, it like copies you kind of, You're right? Yeah, yeah. And no one knew like it could have been anyone. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like, you call it the thing. So that's what I'm saying. Like you skirt this line. Like, is it a sequel? Right. A reboot. Technically, it's a prequel, while also being a reboot. I guess because I did it. I watched those movies back to back. It kind of flows okay into the original, which I'm fine with. But Star Wars, we really play a dangerous game of going back and doing prequel stuff, of trying to fill in stuff that most of the time the audience doesn't care to see. No. And some things just need to be a mystery. Mm-hmm. And. I guess that's just the really only example that comes to mind of like where it is like a prequel, sequel, reboot, and you're packaging it up as the thing. Right. And so when you are looking for that movie title, you're going to get two exact things. And I think that's why they had to differentiate between this one because you're getting into this thing now where the title of your movie now has to have a date with it so that you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to be called Ghostbusters 1984. I want it Ghostbusters 2016. The 2016 one needs to be its own thing. Right. Leave the others out of it. Yep. It doesn't get a date. The originals don't get the dates. The new ones get the dates. Agreed. That's how it should work. Mm-hmm. Also, just like you were saying, I hate when they make movies or games and then they'll go and make a prequel. Yeah. That drives me up a wall. Because that tells me right there that they're trying to make more money. Because yeah, the thing is, sometimes. is, is if, if they would have had their story and their shit figured out, that first movie should have been their prequel. But see, the, and then they should have moved forward. But you run into the issue of people are trying to tell this story right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think as you write that, and your story progresses and now you're done with her movie. Like there are things that are now in that, that you can either continue off of or explain Mm -hmm. to make this movie make sense. But I agree with you. Like it gets really tough to once that idea is already out there to retool it, to make it. Mm -hmm. And that's why like you run to that issue that most people argue with like the sequels, are never as good as the original. And yep. you and then you can have that argument of like, there are some where the sequel is 
better than or equal to mm-hmm. its predecessor. And yeah, usually the third one is garbage. Mm-hmm. And maybe Ghostbusters should never had a third one because we'd all be hating on it so much. Because Ghostbusters 2, I like it. It's not as good as the first one, but that, that movie has a lot, a lot less love right. for it. And I would even say like it falls below the 2016 one because, I mean, it's just a copy and paste. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We talk about movies. We like movies. But, man, I just... I, what do you do? You start boycotting them and stop going to shit movies. I seeing, guess. Seeing them. People got to start realizing like what are actually good movies and what are bad movies. So is you just not go. So I I would like to know <laughs> what what's what ignited the fire to get Ghostbusters Afterlife going after pretty much the failure of this 2016 version. Probably that. So they see this as a failure and say, okay, we're going to move on to Plan B, which is to essentially do a third Ghostbusters movie. So now you're just ignoring this one, which just really is frustrating because it's like you're le- you're leaving your own product there and now ignoring it. Like I I honestly think this movie deserved a sequel, and maybe we will. I don't know. Maybe they'll be around their own little universe. Maybe one universe will have this all female cast, and the other universe it just carries on. Who knows? And that's fine if you're gonna do that. But again, sure. I need it to be different enough mm-hmm. to where i'm just not wishing i was watching the original but the problem is is they've already kind of ruined that with continuity because of the cameos yeah but they're just cameos they have nothing to do they're not oh ghostbusters. yeah i guess they weren't yeah they weren't the actual they weren't old characters. ghostbusters they were just you know that is true but still showing their face like continuity issue <laughs> yeah and just I, a teeny beanie. Again, I, I, I just say this should have been a continuation. It should have been a family passing of the torch. Yep. Keep it all female. I don't care. Just make me a good movie. Yep. Make me a good Ghostbusters movie. And part of me really wants to see a scary R Ghostbusters. And we'll never see that. No. And my argument will be like, I don't need the language. I don't need the dirty jokes. Just give me some visual, visual. I'm not even gonna speak. Just give me some horror. Mm-hmm. Talk about ghosts, man. Give me something. Yeah. Give me give, give me something legitimately scary. Oh, that'd be so great. Seeing the problem with that though too is scary movies anymore don't even seem to be doing that well. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I haven't seen a scary movie in a while, but I have some friends that actually there's a gal at my work that she loves scary movies, but she's also told me that there's not not much out there anymore that's a good, decent, scary movie. So I don't know. And maybe the pro- problem with doing like a scary Ghostbusters like that is maybe then you've got real stakes to where maybe do you have to have someone die to make this? iffy because as as much as i've already talked up the original i've got problems with it Mm -hmm. and and when you melt a giant marshmallow creature and that marshmallow is now liquid and it falls on somebody there's nothing there anymore but bones that guy is dead yeah hot marshmallow Uh no he dead 
Uh-huh. End of story. Mm-hmm. And so even the Ghostbusters like skirts this line of like, there's kind of danger, but not really. Yeah. Like if you cross the streams, we're all gonna explode, but that's how we're gonna save the mm-hmm. world. <sighs> Ghostbusters twenty sixteen did the exact same thing. Yeah. But it's all fine in the end. Like maybe that's what we need to see as a rewrite. Like, let's see some real world consequences. Let's let's see like yeah, the Ghostbuster franchises were doing good, and then, like, they blew themselves up. Yeah. And so they stopped, and now, like, there's a real threat, and one of the daughters is like, well, we got to perfect the technology now to stop this threat. There, I mean, this extended version was already long. I cannot imagine this rumored three-and-a-half-hour-long version because there was nothing to this movie to begin with. No. To justify that runtime. It's just absurd. I mean, we're going to go back. The wontons. Is it now a 20-minute bit about the wontons? Probably. Well, they'll just sit there and bicker about it? Or more dancing? Or just any... The dancing in this movie. Probably what it is. It's just like you were saying. There's probably a lot of improv in it. Too much. And so that's probably where a lot of your time is coming is there's probably a lot of improv in a lot of those scenes that just never made it i feel like there was a scene this extended cut to where one of the i think leslie jones like got a legit laugh because they were just improving and then they cut it because like <laughs> she wasn't expecting that to happen like i like that stuff right if the improv's working like you keep in what's working but if that's all like a three and a half hour version would be like no you can you can no. keep it this extended version wasn't even worth it there no. there's the f-bomb that wasn't in the the theater cut, and that's about it. And even then, nope. like, that didn't need to be in here anyway. No, there's no point. Yeah, we're not. Again, who's your audience? If it's like we've talked about before, like if you're doing that just for the sake as you can, really rethink why you're doing it. Which that's obviously why. Yeah, if that's their one f bomb that they're allowed. And, and I'm telling you, keep watching. I've seen two movies now where it's in there twice. Twice. And it's still keeping a PG-13 rating. Hmm. The MPAA is garbage. Yeah. You think that's bad? You should see how the video game side's going of that. What do you mean? With their uh, microtransactions in video games. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, uh, you know, like cosmetic items that you can buy for real money. Or you buy like these loot boxes and you have a chance of getting an item from them. Some of those are classified or they're trying to be classified as gambling and they're trying to not allow that because it's it's literally gambling. You pay money. Like Overwatch is a prime example of it. Okay, they have loot boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in those loot boxes you get five items. One of those five items could be the item you're looking for. Or all the items could be nothing what you're looking for. So is that the only reason it separates out from getting like a different kind of like monthly box thing is that there's more of a transactional thing of what you could get in the box that would translate to the game? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's interestingly stupid. Yeah, so there's a big debate going on right now like over in Europe that they're saying that it needs to be like removed from their video games because it's classified as gambling and they don't want children being part of that because it can lead to uh, bad habits or I never would have I don't think I would have ever thought that'd be gambling well it is because if you're having to spend your real own money like not in-game currency money like your actual physical money 
to get these loot boxes that have items in the game that you have a chance of getting, that is gambling. Because when you think of when you go and play a slot machine, it's the same thing. You put in your, your money and you're hoping you, you, get, you get that chance of hitting, hitting it big and getting you know winning $500,000. Hmm. It's literally the same thing except you're hoping to get a character in, in, a, in a game, whatever it may be. Yeah. Huh. Kind well, of interesting. Well, when we devolve and start talking about video games, it's probably time to wrap it up. <laughs> right. Well, uh, for movie rewrite, listen, you smell that? Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! But I'm not going to answer the call of this new one because <laughs> I'll revisit it, maybe occasionally. Let the answering machine take it. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're too busy eating our soup with no wonton in it. Just broth, baby. <laughs> and with the stinger scene, the Ghostbusters are doing various work in their lab. Patty is listening to tapes on headphones. Has a quizzitive look. Asks, Huh, what's Zool? Total sequel setup.